somehow because I was because I was good at art, though I always had this sort of thing that sort of seemed to transcend the teasing and stuff. Episode fifty three, February twenty fifteen. This is part one of my Q and A with type designer Mark Simonson. What do you do for work? I make fonts, which is sort of, uh, I mean, it's a little more complicated than that. It's uh, basically a, a licensing business where I license fonts to various, uh, through various distributors and to customers, sometimes directly, but mostly through distributors or third parties. And how long have you been working in this industry? I guess full time, about 10 years, uh, since about 2005, I would say that I became uh, full-time in the font business. Before that, I was kind of working at, at it on the side in addition to a graphic design business that I had. But uh, And that goes back at least to the early 90s uh, when I was kind of maybe less serious about it or at least not doing as well enough to call it a full-time job. How did you get into type design? Well, I got interested in it when I was in college back in the 70s. Two things uh, sparked my interest. One was a, an assignment during a lettering class to design a typeface, uh, which I enjoyed a lot. The other was uh, uh, seeing an issue, an early issue of Upper and Lower Case magazine, which was published by ITC back then. And they had a sort of call for entries for typeface designs. And if they liked your typeface design, then they might publish it. And it looked like there was some, you know, it wasn't just... You know, it looked like it was a significant amount of money to, you know, they, they would pay up front uh, if they accepted your design and then they would pay royalties in addition to that. I talked to my instructor and he had heard of uh, somebody who had had a published type design and actually did pretty well with it. So it sounded uh, very intriguing to me at the time. And so that kind of put the bug in my, put the idea into my mind anyway. And uh, it was always kind of in the back of my mind since then. And it took a while for me to actually get anywhere with it. It was always kind of an sort of a hobby for a long time and something I was interested in but uh, not really getting paid for or not really even getting any training to do as far as that goes. Kind of a pipe dream. What are you famous or infamous for? Well, I guess right now it would be Proxima Nova, which is a sans serif typeface that I did. First version of it I did I released back in the 90s through um, Fonthouse. It was called Proxima Sans. And then in uh, 2005, I released an updated version of it called Proxima Nova. And currently, that's uh, become very popular. What's your usual process? Uh, generally, the way it works is I uh, will have an idea. I will sketch it out on paper in you know, kind of rough uh, sketches, usually almost more like doodles. I rarely do very tight uh, drawings or sketches on paper. The drawings on, or sketches on paper are really more like notes to remind myself of what, what I was thinking. Once I have the idea down on paper, uh, I will generally start working on the computer, usually in um, a font editor. Lately, I've been uh, working with uh, RoboFont, which is a fairly new font editor on the Mac. Uh, most of the fonts that I have out in the market right now where though we're designed in uh, font lab do you like working from home office coffee shop what works best for you um i have a home an office in my, in our home it's a kind of basically a bedroom originally but uh, i turned it into an office 
uh, in the back of our house. I sometimes work at a coffee shop. It's, it's sometimes nice to get a change of scenery. You know, it's a, it's a sort of thing that you can almost do anywhere, depending on what stage of the process you're in. So, yeah, it's a, you know, pretty modest setup, uh, basically a computer and uh, a mouse, and I'm, a, I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, do you get up early, normal, super late? Um, I used to be a kind of a late sleeper, uh, but uh, since we uh, had a child about 20 years ago, I've gotten up at a more normal time. <laughs> and that that habit is uh, stuck. So usually get up, you know, around 7.30 or something like that and uh, start working on uh, stuff around maybe around nine or so. Do you maybe have a daily routine? Yeah, I guess I do. Uh, I almost uh, every day I go for a walk in the morning and stop at the coffee shop and get a coffee. Uh, sometimes I'll have my laptop with me to do work. Um, sometimes not. And then I'll do some generally like answer emails and stuff in the morning and have another go for a walk around just before lunch uh, for my second cup. I usually just have two cups a day and uh, come home and have lunch and then work, uh, do most of my work in the afternoon. Although I guess email is work too, but uh, there's, there's always emails to answer. How do you learn? I'm generally self-taught. I learned almost everything I know for, about type design from reading books about it, going back to the 70s, and also just trying to do things myself, and like uh, software, learning software, just trying to use it. Uh, sometimes, you know, reading the manuals and things like that. Uh, I'll sometimes, with the internet, it, it makes it a lot easier to find information about how to use software or how to do certain techniques. But uh, uh, in the past, it was mostly from uh, just doing things and uh, reading books about it. I don't think I, I don't I never really took a class uh, to learn any of the skills I uh, have for type design. Do you have any tips against procrastination maybe? Oh well, I have sort of some I guess some kind of hacks, I guess you call them. One of them is to always have a project that I'm supposed to be doing uh, that's supposed supposedly is the you know is maybe the uh, a very important thing to do, like say, Uh, working on my taxes or something like that. And, it's, and if I have a project like that, I'm, it's amazing how much other stuff I can get done besides that. I mean, I'll basically pick a project that I, that <laughs> I procrastinate on. And part of the procrastination is doing other things that uh, also need to be done. It doesn't always work because you have to, it has to be something that you're really supposed to be doing. And, and of course, if it's something you're really supposed to be doing, then that's not getting done either. But uh, <laughs> Where do you like to spend your vacations? I don't know. We, uh, my wife is kind of more into traveling, so uh, we have one trip every year. We go someplace we've, that we've never been. So uh, I'm not really into traveling that much myself. Uh, I probably, if it wasn't for her, I'd I'd be sort of a stick in the mud and uh, spend all my vacations uh, at home. But uh, but yeah, I don't, I, but when I am traveling, though, I do enjoy it once I'm actually. At, you know where I'm, where uh, the destination is, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I do enjoy it. I guess I guess any place that I haven't been before is good. Where do you live and where do you come from? I live in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is uh, part of the Twin Cities with Minneapolis, and um, I'm from a small town in Wisconsin called Beloit. But I've lived in Minnesota 
most of my life. How do you or did you deal with imposter syndrome? I guess I, I, I know what you're talking about. And, and I do worry about that sometimes. It does, it, I, I do wonder sometimes if I really know what I'm doing. But I also have a feeling that other people, uh, that it's just normal to feel that way, that other people feel that way too. And uh, I just ignore it. And uh, I remember uh, Dick Cavett, the uh, TV talk show host, one time said that, you know, that he used to, like, before he worked in television, he would just, like, like walk into the network studios, like ABC Studios, and just pretend he worked there. <laughs> and, uh, and he would walk around and say hi to people, and everybody just thought he worked there. And uh, sometimes uh, it's sort of that uh, fake it until you make it philosophy, and I guess I've always been a kind of a proponent of that, that uh, if I don't know how to do something, just, you know, just try it anyway. And uh, eventually you'll, you'll figure out how to do it. I may be guilty of more of the opposite where of uh, assuming I can do something that I don't actually know how to do. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, what's the thing your friends are teasing you with? Hmm. I don't think anybody's teasing me. Uh, I did get a lot of that when I was a kid, but... Uh, because uh, I was not into sports and things like that. So uh, so that was always kind of a problem when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was uh, kind of a nerd. Uh, I was in the AV club and uh, more interested in things like that. Like I carried a briefcase to school when I was in grade school, which would always get stolen. And uh, then I'd have to find it. Things like that. But uh, somehow, because I was... Because I was good at art, though, I always had this sort of thing that sort of seemed to transcend the teasing and stuff. 